That's it. We're live. Oh, we are live. Okay. Okay. That's it. Bit of a funky intro. Live. As I mentioned, I picked this tune especially for you, mate, because it, it's the title is something, something, soleil. And I'll just, of wow. course, it just fit perfectly. Beautiful. Perfect. Beautiful. Exactly right. Um, yeah. So first of all, thanks for being here. It's awesome. I got to say, I um, have been watching your videos for a long time. It's quite cool. Wow. Before I um, even was working with Power BI, when I had something to do in, in Excel, and I had no, I, my Excel skills are very poor, by the way. Um, you'd be, you'd be, if you watch me work with Excel, you'd be deeply ashamed. Um, but you, you, but you got it with Power BI. Yeah, yeah, with well, Power BI, it seemed oh. to be okay somehow. All right, uh, all right. But seriously, Christian I, here. All right, yeah, from man. Romania. Yeah. Hey, right. Christian. Thank you very much for joining. Um, so yeah, I, I, I could, I could upset you by telling you, I actually, I've never used XLOOKUP. Okay. Okay. Lookup index match. Yeah. X lookup. Yeah. Never tried it. Never tried. It. Never even tried. No. No. Good God Almighty. I know. I'm sorry. I actually, as I as I say these words to you, I feel like I should just be thoroughly ashamed. But what are you gonna do? I I promise. Yeah. As soon as we finish this, I'm gonna open Excel and I'm gonna do a bit of um, X lookup in your honor, of course. Well, yeah, but that's after you pay this fine that I'm gonna issue you. <laughs> after, yeah. You got to, that's the price, pay the fine for being ornery, and then you go. That's reasonable. Straighten yourself out. Yeah, I take it, I take it. Oh, my Lord. Um, Yeah, thanks for trying. Um, You know, I wanted to, to I was watching some of your stuff today and and looking at your your bio on on YouTube and stuff. Mm -hmm. One of the things I also was really cool, always grabbed my attention about you straight away, was the way that you did your videos, of course, and it's very, and I was watching something today when, when you were talking about the, the reason you do the videos the way you do them, and you mm-hmm. don't kind of do the things that professionals do when you say you should make videos, like you should say like and subscribe and do a f- fantastic, all this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a really easy thing to kind of, it's a really easy trap to fall into, you know? Yeah. You think, oh, everyone else yeah. does it that way. And I, yeah, and um, I wrestle with that. Um, huh, wow. I wrestle with that. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, it would be, oh, and thanks, Christian. Thank you yeah. for making this choice. Um, I gotta say, I didn't realize I was competing against guy in the queue today. Oops. Nah, Look, wait, was, thank you, Christian. Like, wow. Oh, it's um, I often think of myself, right? I am a person in a community, in a world. I often think about myself as that first. I'm an Excel guy, an author, and all these other things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I might stop that next week, but I'm gonna still be in a community. Mm-hmm. And me as a citizen, I am so tired of marketing. Mm-hmm. So tired of it. I mean, I was going through my Instagram feed and so many things are just somebody trying to stick their hand in my pocket. Mm. And I don't want to be one of those people, uh, even though, sure, you know, I could be making a whole lot more money. Uh, my channel could be a lot bigger if I did all of that stuff. But, you know, I ran a nonprofit for a while. And oh, yeah. we did, yeah, we did a newsletter and we did all kinds of marketing things and yes it worked and I felt uncomfortable 
Mm. And, um, you know, so I feel like it's important to say that I have, I've accepted what comes along with it. Okay, like if I'm going to be a jazz musician, I'm not likely going to be playing stadiums. You know, so I can't I decide, yeah, I'm going to be this jazz trombone player. Mm-hmm. And um, but why can't I get into Portland's Motor Center? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I get it. But I mean, still despite i mean i i i'm the same in some regards i think marketing confuses me because i'm extraordinarily bad at it marketing okay. is just i maybe if i tried more but i just don't i can't do it so mm-hmm. i just kind of focus on what i enjoy doing which is you know yeah random yeah. chats and a bit of video every now and then you know yeah and that was a big thing about why my videos take the uh shape that they do mm. is if I'm going to do it, I've got to enjoy it. Um, And right, it's not completely about me. Um, Nobody wants to see that. Uh, You know, me watching TV, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so I have to deliver. Right. So there's a relationship that we have there. And, and in this relationship, we both need to be getting something out of it. Mm, Yeah. Makes sense. I was going to pop up with Jeff's comment for a second here. No, ha- but you do have the collection of hats behind you. So essentially, you have. Yeah. You don't, have, then, you don't wearing a hat, but you're behind we can see all the hats. So I think yes. you've yes, won my hats are there. Wise. My hats are there. Look at and, that. Um, and shoot, man, you put get, spend money on a hairstyle like this. And then, you know, so I, I do wear my hats. Yeah. You know? That's for us reasonable. Um, yeah. And. Uh, and Christian says he liked the post I did on Veterans Day. We can get to that if we like. But yeah, yeah, sure. So Please. yeah, no, no. So um, you're driving the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good, man. I was just. Saying, I'm a passenger. Uh, all you right. You mentioned that I didn't want to. You didn't want to go too much into stuff that you kind of spoken about so much already, because I know people always ask and talk about. You know, you're working in call centers and stuff, and yeah, yeah, all that type of stuff. So we get it. We understand. But so maybe that goes along with this. It, we can segue at some point into the Veterans Day stuff because yeah. I did notice, which I've never, I didn't realize, maybe I'm just didn't read enough, that you damn also worked in like submarines and, and, you, yeah. and you were in the Navy, I suppose. Or, yep. Yep. Just, spent, a, spent a whole month of October 87 underwater on a submarine doing surveillance wow. on Soviet subs. Yeah. That's- um. Hmm? In, in my head, I'm just thinking, of course, the Hunter of Red October. I'm sorry. I, I, this, this is yeah. my only frame of reference that I have there, you know? Right. And I assume it was when, different to that. And when I, when they, on the Hunt for Red October, was it that one or was it Crimson Tide? Crimson Tide. The one cool. with Sean Connery. That. That's Hunter of October. Okay. Um, the Russian with the They, they mentioned the Crazy Ivan. Yeah. The Crazy Ivan is a real thing. And we learned about that oh, really? and how to how to read uh, somebody doing a crazy Ivan and a sonar gram, what that looks like. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> but intense. Yeah. yeah um, so the, the first time I ever touched Excel was mm. when I was in a temp, a temp for one day at a yo-yo company in California, just inputting data. That was my first. A yo-yo company. Day. That's yep. fantastic. Yep. We said the um, number of yo-yos. No, um, 
it, I don't remember what the data was, yeah. but I know that me and this other woman were there in a conference room all day just typing stuff in. Hmm. Yep. Um, love, love some manual input, right? <laughs> and manual input, maybe this is what drove you to lead your, your, your war against crap data. Yeah, eventually, yes. Yeah. Eventually. Um, but yeah, it would still be a few more years before I used Excel in a real way. And it was in the call center. Yeah. Okay. And and the, the story I've told about um, my superiors complaining about I'm taking too few calls and my calls are too long. And mm -hmm. then I decided, okay, I can argue back or I can have any number of responses, but I figured they've got data and I don't know if it's right. I know I feel like I'm working. Mm. So I decided for a week to write down everything I did, every call, if I had to walk over to billing or to the um, exam and grading department. And then I started to see patterns. Um, I did not expect that. Cool. I just expected there would be this long list of this mm. is what I did. And then mm. I started thinking, OK, well, let me put in, OK, a tech support call, another tech support call. Mm. OK, somebody called in to ask about their favorite instructor. And if that person is teaching in the Milwaukee area anytime soon, um, people who call in and ask for a bunch of prices and then they don't buy anything. I, I even wrote down if somebody led off with I have called about this three times. OK, so I wrote that down. Wow. And patterns started to form, and I made some ugly pie charts and a summary of my data and sent it to the president of the company. Um, and this is where I warned, you know, pick the ditch you're willing to die in hmm. because I was targeted after that. Um, but because oh. the... Hmm? So it wasn't like a moment of this is fantastic, fantastic. Congratulations. More of this. No. Um, <laughs> later on, um, we got a new director and he saw that I had a skill. Okay. Um, That's nice. I still, I still didn't have Excel skill, but mm. he appreciated um, how I thought and how I dug around in the mm. data. Um, but you know, the president of the company took the data seriously hmm. and some things changed, but my immediate higher ups, they were not happy. Hmm. Hmm. Um, and so then eventually I started moving around inside the company and seeing how reports hang together. And that was a real blessing. And I don't think I've talked much about that, but to go from customer service to uh, examine grading and then accounting and then back to customer service, but in a different role, that allowed me to see um, how reports are built yeah. and the purposes that they serve, um, where they get pulled from, the different calculations that they go through, you know, because a hundred dollar transaction is a hundred dollars in customer service. Mm. But then if you go over to sales, that hundred dollars might be $80 because there's a revenue share that needs to be taken out. Mm. Okay. So mm. the same data, but different 
entities look at it a different way. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I think this also, I mean, I was watching one of your videos today and what you do quite often, which I really enjoy is you take a question and you, you roll with this question and you try. So the one I was looking at today, for example, was speed dating. Mm. And there's 10 tables and each person has to see each person and to really go through this process and explain this person kind of like in some ways comes across that you've worked in a way where you've kind of looked at things from multiple angles before, you know, mm-hmm. it's a really, yeah. it was a really, it was a cool video by the way, but wow, also thanks. In, interesting challenge. And also the way you look at it as well, like just the question itself might, may not seem so important, but you said, if it's a situation where these are, it's a different situation where these are cancer scientists, I think was the, was, was the, um, yeah. the, the, the um, example that you used. And uh, can we throw this in? Can we throw that? What if we do that? If, if we ask this question and, and change this, this parameter, um, yes. really cool. It's, it's, it's much more um, involved, you know, it's not just, okay, I want to do this. This is how you do this. Thank you very much. And goodbye. Um, it really right, kind of right. draws you in and for the learning process, it's extraordinarily important. Cause it's not just, this is how you do it. And, and, and this is how you can do it and like, and have fun with it. This is mm-hmm. for me, what, what, what I perceived. And I think because you had that history of looking at things in different ways and kind of having a multiple a multitudes of different, um, problems to solve. Yeah. Maybe yeah. kind of helped you lead you this down this direction, perhaps. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I have, you know, when there was the layoff in 08, I started, uh, you know, taking on clients and doing little bits of training and asking and answering questions. Mm. And it took me into so different, so many different areas. Mm. Um, you know, so <laughs> it starts out with uh, classroom data when I was in customer service. And then I did a project for a photographer trying uh-huh. to figure out his pricing scheme. Um, I even cool. helped a marijuana dispensary in Washington um uh insurance agent uh realtors all kinds of people where i got to see um the different needs similar things um all so you know was that I'm like, was also that through like a, a, a contracting work like freelancing or yeah yeah freelancing really interesting that's brilliant yeah yep yep um, even did some stuff around fishing lures for uh, two guys in a major national chain who paid me under the table out of their own pockets because they didn't want to go through the bureaucracy with the chain um, because they needed something uh, tweaked in a workbook. Hmm. And, um, they, you know, and if they go through the company's bureaucracy, it can take a long time and then they can say no, hmm. but no was not an option for these guys. Um, hmm. cause things were getting messed up and they needed okay. it fixed. And, um, so they paid me directly. Um, but, but yeah, so I'm just trying to make sure out of, I, yeah, I know. Uh, it's, don't don't leave any loose ends here because you you had you mentioned that uh, we talked about submarines, um, yeah, yeah it's, all the uh, type of data. I, I just think I, I mean in general I'm I'm always interested in people how they've come to to where they are and because if you had this you know I mean for me I always speak about how I worked uh, um, 
I don't, on an airline, I was a flight attendant, all this type of stuff. But I've never really spoken to anyone who came through this, like, you know, from submarines to data, but also all the, mm. the, the hugely different types of data. I mean, for, the, for me, when I've been working with data, even though I was all, I was always interested in data. Though even though I studied humanities and stuff, I worked in like a um, a bookies, you know. And that was really mm-hmm. good fun, like bouncing the books and just. I, I think one of the, the most amusing mistakes I ever saw anyone make was we had these like really old school balance books, you know. Basically, this has to match that, and the, the number in the bottom right has to. They both have to match, you know. Mm-hmm. And sp- watching someone spend like half an hour just trying to change a number here. And then not understand if you change the number there, it wouldn't match here. And just to follow this, it was just quite an, a, a, an amusing thing to watch someone do. But when mm. I when I started working with data, it was always for like a really a, a big company. Like when okay. I started, it was like for this German, huge German company. We, we, we use um, make chemicals and stuff. So there was no like really interesting data. It was, it was like very much like net sales and stuff and all that kind of stuff. It was love for mm-hmm. mm-hmm. One second. What's 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 it from Jeff? I'll just bring the bring this up here because I love Jeff, Jeff and his comments. Uh, angry Ram. Oh, the Angry Ram. Yeah, the Angry Ram died a few years ago. What there was, was a, a YouTube channel where these guys in New Zealand they found this area where this ram lived, and it would uh, head but their motorbikes, and they would put like uh, boxing heavy bags up. Uh, hanging from a tree and then the angry ram would hit it and um there was one time they couldn't find him and then uh he was missing a horn when they did find him uh and he lived a few years and then eventually there was the video where they found him dead uh but yeah the angry ram is no more yeah yeah angry ram and um Perhaps also things that I love, such as uh, if we discussed it really, really quick, quickly before, I think it was in, in our Twitter DMs, the your deep, deep love for um, LinkedIn polls, as I know it's one of your. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, and then maybe we can. OK, yeah. so. So, right. So. I. OK, so. My feed has suddenly been hit with all these polls on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, and some of them are just like, do you run? Okay. <laughs> and then something else was about how long do you think the battery life should be on a Tesla? Yeah. Um, and then some things get kind of inflammatory where they're um they're touching on some touchy, touchy issues mm, okay. where the wrong answer can get somebody in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So, so that's why I don't like those things because they just seem to truly be about engagement is there's a low cost to making sure. a poll, throw it out there and then um then i really don't like the ones where uh the person who posted the poll then disappears to be i think i mean with what what ben just mentioned as well the the, the ui and uh, ux polls which of these uis are more, more intuitive mm. they are everywhere absolutely mm-hmm. everywhere mm-hmm. and um 
Yeah, I think I, I think you have better reasons for hating them than me. And maybe I'm just like really grumpy and just like just can't stand those the polls all the time. I don't mm-hmm. see some, that that's that's so inflammatory, rather than just like please. Every time I open LinkedIn, it's just some random question that I just just don't care about. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is like, like a. Yeah, and if, and if, you know, not caring about it is one thing, but but then seriously though, is my feed has become mm. almost half polls. Mm. You know, um, and here uh, there's a question about would I support teaching VBA for programming in high school or university? Who? That is a very big and complicated question. Nice question. Because nice um, I've got family who've been teachers um i dated a teacher and there's a whole lot of stuff going on inside schools and i know it's so there's high school and then there's university university i would say yes and I like Mike Gervin, Excel is fun. I like his take on it, where he said it would be irresponsible not to show his students Excel because he's teaching them uh, uh, business data and stats and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if he stuck with MATLAB and some of those other things that can be expensive, um, if he doesn't show them Excel, when they get out into the real world, they're going to be in trouble. Yeah. And I have dealt with that a lot, where somebody has done all their stats and everything on expensive stuff in school, and then they get out to some five-person marketing boutique firm. Mm. There's Excel. <laughs> and these people panic. Mm. You know, they don't know how to work it. Mm. Um, so, yes... In those situations, I feel like folks should be exposed to Excel. Um, but in high school, that's a whole complicated thing. There's a lot going on there. Because, um, you know, like I grew up in a town where there were a lot, a small town where there were a lot of older people. Okay. And they don't have kids in the school system anymore. So they don't want to vote for tax increases to help support the school. Mm-hmm. So the school is slowly withering away. And mm-hmm. it was funny when I, my biology teacher, sophomore year, he seemed like, wait a minute, I've read stuff in the encyclopedia that was more sophisticated than what he's teaching. And then I mentioned this to my mother. Said, "Oh, him? He was my driver's ed educator, my driver's ed teacher." <laughs> oh, okay. Great. So that's what's happening with the school system. Mm. I mean, I thought he was a joke, but no. They're pulling the driver's ed teacher to teach biology, mm. and then I figured out what it was. He stayed about two chapters ahead of us in the textbook. So then, yeah. you know, when people go and say, you know, f- there needs to be uh, Excel in high school or uh, personal finance or mm-hmm. media literacy, well, that's part of the, you know, so do like you want to throw that world, into yeah. the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, when I was at school, we didn't. When I was at school, I actually was, when I was, when I said school, I mean like high school. So 
high school, college type age, that was when the first time we really kind of looked at Excel and stuff, you know? And even then it was because I signed to do an A-level in mm. computing. And because we spent the first like week or so, two weeks, just looking at Excel, it's not what I expected it to be. Mm. I expected it to be like some kind of coding because I was kind mm. of, this is back when I was really loving like HTML and stuff, you know? Uh-huh. Right. I expected right. to be more down that direction. Right. Um, so it's, actually that's why I stopped doing it into theater instead. Oh, theater. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, that's fascinating. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think Excel should be thought of as a development platform that at some level, yes, we are coding, we're mm. developing. Um, when, you know, a company touts, they've got the Excel killer. Well, you know, it might be that they've got something that does scheduling better than Excel, mm. but they have not created a full development platform mm. where I can also manage meals in it or um, yeah. break data out of PDFs. No, their scheduler is not going to do that. Mm. So um, Excel is a development platform. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, just kind of trying to, I want to move to what you mentioned before as well, because it seemed like an interesting topic and I wanted to dive okay. into it if yeah. you can. You said yeah. looking at things where the, the, the Excel stuff is easy, but the situation is extremely difficult. Yeah. Because um, one thing that I believe is important always is the context of something that a lot of times, well, I went to this one company and uh, the sons were trying to take over the business from the father so that he could retire. Small, okay. small manufacturing family owned company. And um, I got in there and because they wanted to run it by data. The father's perspective was we don't need all this data. I've been running this company since the 60s no data. You know, we got good relationships with the company, with, with a clients and customers, money's coming in. We got no problems. Um, inventory. I mean, mm. we got a warehouse right over there through that door. Go look. Yeah. Um, but the sons wanted data. So they brought me in and they were talking about a question that they had about their data and I made a pivot table. Okay. So a pivot table takes no time to do. Mm -hmm. And a guy's mouth fell open. You did what took me all of last weekend mm -hmm. in seconds. Mm -hmm. But eventually the father walks in and he has this, what the hell is going on? Look, mm -hmm this look of like you brought this guy in here anyway. And that's when the pivot table was easy. Mm -hmm. Dealing with this tension between the yeah. sons and the father and wanting to take over, but he's only going to take over if you do things my way. Mm. You know, I've been in the middle of, an insurance agent 
and his assistant who used to be his girlfriend. And they would talk in ways that um, like regular colleagues wouldn't. Mm. Um, And I'm there and, you know, and we're meeting in his condo versus an office downtown or meeting at a coffee shop. So we, that might have been the only time I've met a client in their home. Um, and they would get to bickering mm-hmm. and I could tell that there was extra layers, mm-hmm. you know, because, um, I was building something and she didn't want to be dealing with Excel, but if she was going to be his assistant, she's got to deal with the data and keep things um organized mm. um they cuss at each other so uh but what else other things um somebody asking i need the sales data for last quarter mm. the analyst needs to know what questions to ask you can go run and get the sales data for for the last quarter. Mm. Okay, so you got January and a number, February and a number, March mm. and a number. Yeah. That's probably That's not it. what they wanted. Yeah. Do you want this by product line? Mm. Um, do you want to see shipping and taxes? Do you want to account for any revenue shares? What headers do you want? Do you want the uh, uh, the rep that the the sales rep that the account is assigned to. Do you want the rep that took the call and processed the orders? Do you want me to grab any notes out of the system? All of this kind of stuff can can make an analyst job hard if um, they aren't asking these right questions up yeah. front. And then when people don't like the answers. Hmm. Um, an analyst has to be open to, yeah, I'm human. I make mistakes, hmm. but then there is also, I've looked over this five times hmm. and two other people have looked over it. And now here is somebody who thinks their commission should have been more or that they did take more calls or something. And they started, well, well, where did you pull it from? Hmm. Well, um, show me your formulas and then they don't understand the formulas hmm. um that uh, yeah. the comparisons i can draw there is i mean because for my job quite frequently what i what i'm asked to do is can you bring this excel report and put it in power bi so the question is can you can you put this data in power bi it's like well, yes mm-hmm. I, I, can, I can factually do that thing yeah but then they don't yeah. expect the follow-up questions you know, what, what do you want to achieve? Or do you need everything that's, that's currently there? It's not yeah. like just a question. It's like, okay, can you do this thing? Because the answer is pretty much, well, it is always yes. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can connect it to data. Yeah. But after you've done those steps, you know, the processes that you've been doing for the past 10 years in, the, in this report, do you still want to keep doing these things? Mm-hmm. Right. Is there, are, are you actually getting some benefit from your current analysis? Are you missing any analysis that you kind of wish that you had that you don't you don't currently have? So it's not just we're moving this to a new tool for the sake of moving it to a new tool because we can put some different easy easy to put some visualizations on it. 
what are yeah. you actually achieving by doing so? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I believe it is on the analyst to guide that. Yeah. Because, you know, my director that saw that I had this skill, I saw that he was a really good people person. Mm. So um, he put me in charge of handling his data for him. Um, and that's why I learned to ask a lot of questions because mm -hmm. I would go off and go get some data and take it back to him. And then immediately he can see that something's missing or that something isn't the way that he wanted it. Mm -hmm. So eventually I had to learn to ask those questions up front before I go take an hour to go do something, come back and not within even one minute is not what he wanted. And sometimes we can villainize those people, but I respected that he's a people person. Mm -hmm. He was really good at raising the morale and getting people promoted and stuff. He was not a data guy, um, you know, uh, working with his well, photographer. Um, and this is something interesting is I noticed that there's a couple kinds of people and I mm -hmm. taught two different photographers. One, he needed examples that were in his world. The other photographer, she could get the concepts and then apply them to photography, to selling her house and all kind of other things, mm -hmm. right? There's the literal people and the conceptual people. Um, but uh, where was I going? I mentioned a, a photographer, right? He doesn't want to learn Excel. He's a photographer in that situation. Yeah. Um, I've dealt with a lot of folks who they're really good at what they do. Yeah. You know, and, um, and I'm not going to be down on somebody who doesn't know how to do their own plumbing if they're not a plumber. <laughs> right. And, and Excel and working with data, their skills. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is I, I was giving a talk at the start of the week on a, something like buttons and bookmarks and 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 the Power BI. And this is one of the points that I was making is you have to remember quite often that the person you're creating or and designing data and all these reports for mm -hmm. is that at the end of the day they just might want to see the data in a way that they can look at the data and get what they need. They don't yeah. care about what I do. That's fine. They don't have right. to care about my job or how I how I achieve it. This is why right. when you're working on a project, the, the, the open discussion is so important, but also mm -hmm. that person helps you learn about business and you help them learn about what you're going to do to help improve the anal the analysis of, the, of their business. Or, um, yes. You can't say, yeah. oh, yeah. And this is what, what, what I felt quite often, certainly from the Power BI perspective, is that we forget that sometimes. And a lot sometimes a lot of the tool is or um, can be built for people who only know Power BI, like there are there are hidden features or and there are things that, that you can put in reports that you have no idea that that exist, and you could there's no way you could get the full benefit of a nice new Power BI report unless you knew exactly what was in there, which is mm -hmm. why you try and have to the I think I know my, some of my my colleagues disagree sometimes the the the, the aesthetic of the report can, is as important as important but yeah I'll say as important why not as important mm -hmm. as all of the rest of it. Because if okay. you have this 
amazing ETL, you've, you've all your, your amazing data collection, you've done your data transformation, and you get to the point where you have great data and you can trust it, but right. if the person doesn't know how to read it, and if the person, if you don't show it in a way that is accessible, so why would some of your colleagues disagree with that? <laughs> I just know because they just like having the, the, the data in a report and it um, it's there. You can you can see you can read the data. You can see it. So as long as you can see the data, you can read it. That they're happy. And I admit right. sometimes I might spend too much time on that part. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. so this is cool. I can that, and I'll put this in, and this can make it maybe a little bit easier, or that all type of stuff. So perhaps I do spend too long on that sort of thing because that's kind of what my most enjoyable part of, of the process is for me. You know, right, right, and that's why I'm wondering if there's some kind of a spectrum here. Right. And uh, Jeff Weir is commenting on this, that uh, we do this stuff to save customers from pain, but too often other devs don't watch people use our things in the wild. Right. Mm. Right. Um, and that was a client that asked me to build her a dashboard with three things. And I went home and I came back with this interactive thing that had maybe seven different things. And, and I figured she would want to see big picture, be able to dig down into the smaller picture. And she says, you know, it looks smart, but I kind of hate it. <laughs> yep. So... There again was I had to learn to ask questions. What does she want to accomplish and mm -hmm. um, take mm -hmm. those four things out that I thought would have been helpful. Give her the three things she wanted because she was overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. She was in the process of migrating like 300 phone systems and she was collaborating with people and she was having to talk with all these managers about um yeah, I know your deadline to migrate is in eight months, but this is a slow process. You need to get going. Mm. So um, for me to dump that on her, you know, I got it mm. by being in her world and seeing um, she just wanted to see those three things. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, that makes, I mean, what, what the approach I usually take is ask the person, okay, how do you, what's, when you, when you do your job, when you look at day, what's like the first three things that you do? What do you mm -hmm. look at? And then based on that, what do you look at next? And then what do you look at yeah. next? To get yeah. a really basis of the, if you can get those first three things right, it really helps mm -hmm. win them over, you know? Especially yeah. from when you introducing a new tool, when you, you're using something that people have never used before and they can be quite right. hesitant, you know? Mm -hmm. this, the, the, the user acceptance is just enormous. Yeah, user acceptance that that's a big topic, you yeah. know, and and what this other comment about sitting beside somebody and seeing how they use a tool. Yeah. And it's way different than what we might have expected. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Because it's the the, the logic of if, it's sometimes difficult to, to sorry easy to forget I should say that we don't all share the same logic that we don't all see things in the same way. Right. If you can sit down with, oh yeah why wouldn't you do it this way this is of course you do it that way it's just mm -hmm. so straightforward it makes so much sense. Right. But 
to you, but to no one else. It's just right. strange. And actually, strangely, this is one of the, the things that I've, I didn't realize it'd been actually more of a, a challenge of lockdown. Or, uh, but because I'm not sitting next to people when they look at my reports, mm-hmm. I have a report. And, and it was just, I was in the office very briefly to get my flu jab <laughs> about mm-hmm. uh, two mm-hmm. weeks ago. And um, there was someone sitting there using my report. And that really, might be a really weird thing to say, but I forgot what it was like to see someone use one of my reports actually on their screen. Uh-huh. Because I haven't seen it. So I've, I've seen it on my screen. I've seen me build it and I've, and I've sent it and I've right. had feedback over Teams. But to actually see them, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. People do that. I forgot about that. Right, right. And, and have you seen some interesting things about how people use what you've built? Um, at this, at first more so, yeah, I think mm-hmm. when in the past, I think now because the, the projects that work on are really collaborative, you know? Yeah. So when you, okay. when it is that way, when you have like a, a good relationship with the stakeholder and you really meet really frequently, it's easier to kind of get there. But when I was first done at Power BI, I was a different company and we're very, very separate from, from the departments that we work using stuff for, you know? And they come back with questions that I just never ever expected, or they would they would it was also questions such as like because it, back then also probably I was very new to the end user, like if I mm-hmm. if I click on this button, do the numbers on the axes do they also change? And I was like yeah, I was like that's amazing. I was like I know right. Um, <laughs> so this that sort of thing, uh, but nothing nothing too spectacular to be, to be quite honest. Um, okay. Can I say oh by the way you're you're very very good at at reading the comments. It's a skill that oh. I haven't. I had a skill that I have not yet mastered. I, I try to do both. <laughs> I suck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and Anthony, yeah, it would be good to see how people actually use our stuff. Mm. Um, and I also, when I've built things, they are, you know, lately after I had to learn um, that they are way more collaborative and I try not to go too far in one direction before I get some feedback Mm -hmm. because yeah, I go and I build something and then there's something that's way off. Um, They tried to do something that they didn't explain. Um, So then is hours of me taking it back and then redoing stuff and then send it back. Um, so yeah, things are a lot more collaborative now where, mm-hmm. you know, I've spent say two hours on a phone call and a screen share session with a client working out a single formula or mm-hmm. setting up two hour screen share sessions so that somebody can guide me in what she wants the interface to look like and then things come up and say, oh, you know what? I think that would be better on the other sheet. So in real time, yeah. she can give me feedback. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Kabir so has Kabir, a question. You ask, if, if you have a question, you, you, just, you just go for it, Kabir. You, you, you write your question now. And if it's, if it's, if it's a technical question, I'll say something like, ah, we're not going to take technical questions this one because I'll, then I, I can go and Google it and then get the answer, you know. Yeah. Maybe Oz knows because, you know, it's, it's highly <laughs> maybe, probable, you know. Maybe I do. I, I have full I faith don't. in you, mate. I really, yeah, yeah. I really do. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Yeah. I'm waiting for this question. Uh, it's, it's all good. Yeah. I, 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 
we'll, we can, we can start to wind it down a little because I promise you only 45 minutes and I don't want to take too, hey. too much of your time, mate. You know what I mean? I'm all right. I'm all right. How, um, is, how important, I want to start bringing it up. How important is wireframing in your project? Awesome, Ben. That's what that is. So is wireframing is so I know that's a formal term and I've heard that around websites, but is that like sketching out what you want? Ah, uh, kind of like a like a blueprint. Mm-hmm. Like like a design of yeah, I've seen a lot of people talk about this. Um I don't know if that's what he's talking about. People talk about this and like they'll, they'll sketch out on paper first. And mm-hmm. I actually don't do that so much. No, no. Um, there was only one project I had where a client sent me a picture of pencil drawings that they mm-hmm. had made. Yeah. But, but they had a clear vision. Uh, usually I'll just start building stuff uh, because in Excel is easy to move stuff around as opposed mm-hmm. to dealing with a website where if I put something somewhere and then want to move it, that's true. Then that can be an an issue. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should do and that, that case maybe maybe I should do more often. But I mean, I I have a a, a blackboard here behind me which I use to draw mm-hmm. stuff on sometimes today. Design mm-hmm. that <laughs> back of a cigarette packet exactly. Um, but no, normally I just kind of. For me, that comes with a question that I said before when I say, what's the first three things that you do when you do your job? And mm-hmm. based on that, that's how I, how I start to design and I put things where, where I put them. Okay. Um, one second. Yeah. Oh, one second. So it could be a... Oh, okay, yeah, I can't really... This could be his question. I'll maybe get me on Twitter or I'll, I'll, I'll send you a link. Yeah. And, and a big thing for me is my world tends to be data cleansing, breaking mm-hmm. stuff out of PDFs, clearing out duplicates, mm. splitting, you know, IDs from names, right, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, so I don't do a whole lot of visualization, no. but, you know, I've built a fair amount of tools and they're very collaborative when I do it. But I, I also love Power Query. I mean, yeah, I, I, Power I, Query. I started, I mean, I was working with Power Query but, but before I was working with Power BI. And I, I love Power Query. I could just, I could spend mm. more data. Cleaning data is such a satisfying feeling, which is why I mm-hmm. really love linking um, to websites that don't have a great data structure. You scrape mm. that data and the things that I had to do, I mean, probably I could have done them a lot better, but the, one of mm-hmm. the first things I used to do when I was working with Power Query, I'd be linking to, to websites and to create reports based on like um, sports reports, you know? Mm-hmm. And just to, you know, right click into, you know, inspect element in, in whatever Chrome or to see where I could start and first, okay, I know that this one word, that's where I start. So if I do that, I'll get, get rid of everything before that and then create indexes yes. and, oh, okay, so I need everything from index number 56 down over. Mm-hmm. Working, working with messy data is very, very helpful to learn, but it's also really good fun. Yeah, it's hard to learn. Um and I believe it should be treated as its own skill. Because yeah. um, yeah. a lot of the folks who've learned their statistics and they know a lot about um, designing a good dashboard and accessible colors and stuff, um, they don't mm. clean data. Yeah, or right. They clean yeah. it in a very painful kind of way. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, But then part of it is how people learn those more advanced skills is they learn it on clean data. Yeah. You know, um, you know, my friend who got his master's in digital marketing, um, he knows the analysis and everything, but in college he had fancy expensive tools Mm. um, and the data was clean. Yeah. So now you get reports from four different places and they're not immediately ready to append. Everything stops. <laughs> yeah. Now they're looking for unpaid interns to sit in a corner and manually move this stuff around. Mm. Yeah. Um, and there was one question. Uh, Jeff asked, what would be my number one next feature I want in Excel or Power Query? Well spotted. Good question. Um, one thing that I would like in Power Query, if I've got a long list of steps, all right, and at the last step, there is like row 200 bombed out. Mm -hmm. So now I want to know where it bombed out. So I go to the first step and then Power Query goes all the way back to the first row. And then I got to scroll back down to 200. Second step, boom, I got to scroll down. Okay, it didn't bomb out yet. Mm. Third step, scrolling down. Ah, Mm. I would like a way for it to stay at row 200 so I can go through the steps to see where it crapped out. That's reasonable. Yeah. yeah. And then there is the, I think it's called an iterative import or something mm-hmm. like that, where um, I had a client that would import a bunch of data every Saturday and it was fine up until about June. And then it started to slow down. The import started to slow down. Okay. And then by September, it would just crash sometimes or it would take an hour and then crash. Um, And the client was saying, so if we're in September, Mm. August's data might change, but anything before August is not going to change. But Power Query is still important it all the way back to the 1st of January. So it would be nice to tell Power Query, just import this extra stuff. So rather like like the um, what's the word? The incremental incremental refresh. Incremental incremental In- refresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, in Power BI is achievable, but it's frustrating to set up. Power Query, I'm not sure. Power Query in, in Excel, I don't know, but I know in Incremental refresh in Power BI, exactly. Yeah, it is, Power yeah. BI, it, it, it is, it is achievable. Though I, st- I don't like using it so much. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's, it's helpful, don't get me wrong, of course, for the reason that you just said, but I find it frustrating to work with. To require. And you, you also need to have data, right? I can't remember. I'm going to start to reveal, reveal my ignorance soon, so I'm going to stop talking. Okay. <laughs> and, and I wonder if it's... I've heard about the incremental refresh in Power BI, mm. but... Is it on the free version? I've heard it's on a paid version. I don't know because I'm not a Power BI person. Yeah, you get it. You get it with Pro. It used to be premium only. You get it with Pro now. Okay. But I think 
in without license. It should work as well without license, but um, but once you publish it, maybe not. Okay. All right. Now, um, yeah, Anthony get... seems. Huh? Go ahead. I'm going to say this. This is this. K. Joshua. Design I just say so you know, I work with this guy every day. He's very good at designing dashboards. Be nice to yourself, Kay. This is this, this, mm -hmm. this, this is one of my colleagues. So I'm just going to pull mm -hmm. it up just just to say that he's lying. He's been very very humble. He's he's, he's good at building dashboards. <laughs> wow, wow. Sorry, mate. Which one? What were you going to look at? What were you no, going to say? There was uh, Anthony is saying data is clean. What world does he live in? Oh, okay, um, yeah. If he's referring to my examples, um, it's in controlled settings where folks learn on clean data um, it's in a classroom on maybe you know interpreting surveys let's say hmm. and so they've cleaned out any duplicates they've taken care of all anything that might be weird so that they can focus only on analyzing survey results hmm. yeah Okay, but then they get out into the real world, and now, you know, fields are missing. Uh, folks have uh, lied about what their real birthdays are. Yeah. All kinds of stuff that they don't take time, they can't take time to do in those okay. control situations. I was going to say, because surveys are probably one of the most daily data sets you're probably ever going to see because yeah. of all the manual input and the incorrect stuff and uh, yeah. just anything that starts with, with with that level of manual input with the person just typing some mm -hmm. stuff and not really caring about it is always going to be a nightmare to work with well yeah nightmare to get but fun to clean but as you say yeah yeah it's an and, and it could be it could be anything it could be just plain old statistics mm. um and i've done hackathons before mm. and um the leaders of the hackathon will say, look, we spent the last two weeks cleaning this data. Mm. So, you know, if yeah. you get some sum or you do some analytical uh, analysis of it, mm. um, you don't have to worry about the quality of the data. Cause yeah. so they take that off, off everybody's plate. Yeah. Yeah. True. I'm sorry, people are just answering the question about before about Power BI and, and um, incremental refresh. So, yes, premium per mm. user, that has them. And also, where are we? Some other stuff. Pro version. Pro is enough for incremental. So pro. Okay. And yeah, there we go. Okay, so, cool. I'm gonna, I have to start to wrap this up now because I actually have to go myself oh. now to spend some time. Oh, with, you do? Oh, okay. With my, All with right. my wife. Hey, I could. Oh, I could oh you, you did the married thing. Yeah, I've, I've, I okay. could sit here and talk for a long time. And trust me, my wife knows I could talk about Power BI all yeah. night long. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is why I have my own office just so she can't hear me. Um, yeah. But yeah, I do have to have to go in a couple minutes. It's been really. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Go. So let, let me answer Anthony and then we can we can wrap this up. Go for it, man. Is this, awesome. his, in his experience, CRM data has been horrendous. Okay. Where are we? Where? This is where um, I want to ask the database people, the SQL people, all of them to be quiet. understand where we're coming from my excel skill was necessitated because crm data in the international companies database 
was horrendous. Mm -hmm. So when they say, you know, why are you doing that in Excel? Why isn't this in a database? Because as Anthony said, what? CRM data has been horrendous. You go in there and you see somebody's got four profiles in the system. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, exactly. you, yeah. So basically, mess, messy data helps us grow. You, you, uh, you, you oh, are the result of messy data, what? Yeah. Um, messy data helps us grow. Yeah. Well, if you up for it, because I believe that a special person deals with dirty data. Mm. You know, they're the, the pretty folks who want to do the dashboards and whatnot. But when you have can, can we get a, a special person deals with dirty data on a T-shirt, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Like a special person deals with dirty data. It would be a great yeah. for like some kind of slogan or something. I love yes. that. Yes, a special person because your glamorous people, they do the dashboards. They make their wild formulas and stuff. So, ooh, look at me. But Love it. who is around when you break data out of a PDF? Not pretty people. No, they're too good for that. They don't want to mess up their tie or to break their heels or something. No. Oh, man. Dirty. Somebody's got to be ready. <laughs> well, grab you by the throat or I'll pull your ears. <laughs> oh, my We're not playing is... here today. Or I, pull I out the turkey a... foot. Okay. Love it. Yeah. I did, you see, you I, loved the turkey foot? I yeah, didn't see that. I didn't see that coming. You just, off, I mean, <laughs> you just grab her off camera a turkey foot like you do. You know what I mean? I got a glass <laughs> of water. You got a turkey foot. Why not? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Because if, 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 oh, if, man. if, uh, um, some product doesn't work, an if doesn't work, mm. um, Pulling ears doesn't work. Hmm. Then maybe you use a spell with a turkey foot. I mean, it's, it's you got to be covered because oh. it's not fun. But but database the 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 dashboard people, oh, they just prance in. Oh, you want a dashboard? With that, take all the glory. Yeah, yeah, they do. But but see. That's what's it, that's another part of this personality where you gotta be want to get muddy mm. and cut your foot on some barbed wire. Mm. You know, there's some something to be said for that. There's honor in that. Love it. Getting like uh cling on now. There's honor in it. Yeah. About the yeah, honor yeah. the honor of battle with data or something, you know? Battling with because because all those pretty people with the with the high heel shoes and the ties and lapel pins and uh fascinators and things, um, they wouldn't have anything without us. Nothing. 
Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna send this to like maybe I don't know <laughs> C levels. You know what I mean? Okay. All, all, all right. the managers were like, okay, I've just there's, there's some things that you need to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they need to hear this because then because because see, and I've said before that not everybody needs a dashboard. Everybody needs clean data because sometimes all you need is a list of like you know my commissions example okay um and it's based on a number of calls that people took okay so joanne took 800 calls phil took 459 calls Mm -hmm. okay now there's a grid on what their uh commission should be boom that's what you need we don't need a dashboard for that but we do need for the data to get clean and we got to deal with like joanne mm-hmm. and there's joe space Ann. there is joanne there is j-o space a-n-n-e <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that we got to deal with that's cutting yeah. your foot on some barbed wire that's true it's true yeah I, I i can only agree and carrie has to run all right, Carrie, run fast, run fast, run free. Time. Yes, thank you for being here. Yes. Oh, I hope you enjoyed it. Everyone seems to enjoy it. I've, I've, I've enjoyed it. I've had an right. awesome, awesome chat, mate. I feel yeah. genuinely bad that I have to stop talking. I do. I do. Okay. All right. All right. I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry. <laughs> no problem. All right. All right. I, I, I love the fact that really, we, we, we really picked the... And then there came the chicken foot, and it was just like, this is awesome. This is awesome. <laughs> right. All right. I, I just I did decide, I decided to have live chats because I thought it would be good fun, like meet people and talk to people and like share ideas and stuff. And the stuff that I never thought would happen, that's of course the most fun mm. part. And mate, mm. you've just been up there. Oh, Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. I've enjoyed this. It's, yeah. Yeah. Being a pleasure. Right. I, I I can only agree with what um, Bernat is saying. Um, a session two at some point. Why not? the sequel the sequel awesome mate thank you so much for joining and everyone else thank thank you you for for taking part and questions and and comments it's always such good fun and um next week i'll be back and i will be back with before i forget who i'm back with next week we'll be back with owen algo so that should be a nice oh owen okay yeah yeah Yeah. that should be good fun um so we'll leave it there thank you again everyone and um it was a pleasure mate yes